0: This is where the fun begins. Welcome to the Canto Cast, where the stakes are high, the drinks are cold, and no matter your bet, Jeff and Tristan have you covered. So grab your chips, drink up, and enjoy the show. We would be honored if you would join us. Possibly. <laughs> yep.
1: Welcome everyone to the show. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff, and we are here today to talk to you about the next episode, I guess, or next next episode of film dissection. It's been a while, um, yeah. so Attack of the Clones is, uh, I guess, kind of the subject for today's show. And uh, it's been a couple of weeks, I think, since we've unfortunately, you know, haven't had the chance to record a podcast. But we are finally here. Um, my computer has seemed to have a little bit of an issue. My uh, processor has seemed to have a little bit of a faulty, some faulty going on, so I actually have a warranty coming in right now, waiting on that. But, I was able to resurrect my old PC, hopefully. We're hoping this recording turns out alright. And if it does, then we'll be good to go. And, with this episode, do you think this episode will be up by the time we have helagrito on the show? It should be. It should be. I think we're recording with him on Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, so Yeah. It, it 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 should be um it's okay if it's not you know there's stuff happens but okay. there should be a good little test run before we have uh the star on you know coming up yeah. so hopefully
0: everything yeah, is how quick you can get me the episode after we record. so
1: yeah oh yeah I should be able to well with this computer I'll you know yeah go in <laughs> and start saving it and you know doing all the great file right. stuff and then I I don't know how this computer will do. We'll see. I'll I'll make it happen. <laughs> Either way, I, I don't care if I stay up all night rendering stuff. It's it's gonna get mm-hmm. done. But um yeah. So with that being said, uh, we are now 12 days away from the last Jedi. Do you have any? Do you feel any different now that we're so close? Have your feelings at all? Have they changed? Nah, no,
0: I, I just want to see it. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm it's, in that. I'm in that. that, that um. Point you know that 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 space in your head that you're like I don't want to see any more TV spots, I don't want to see another trailer, I just want to see the movie.
1: Right, yeah, you you the hype is it's not over but it's at the point to where okay, let's just see the darn movie now, you know. Right. Like, you know, we we've been teased enough. Okay, you know, it's time, you know. Let's give, give us our Star Wars, give us our yearly end of the year traditional dose of Star Wars and we're at that point now. To where we're just like yeah just show us the movie <laughs> yep. um so that's always good to look forward to and i'm here i'm still adjusting audio levels trying to get everything sorted out hopefully this will solve it but uh yeah um i i'm totally at that point too um i have my tickets i'm just you know staring them staring at them every day eh. protecting them you know and uh yeah really uh really really just counting down the day so i'm really excited really looking forward to it and um i think i'm gonna go see it twice opening weekend and i'm sure i'm gonna end up going with a a a bunch of my friends want to go see it with me because they know like how big of a star wars fan. like oh you know i'm gonna go see it with you i'm like well actually i've seen it three times before i go see it with you but okay (laughs) yeah you know it's uh but i'm it's it's always fun to take my friends to see it especially when they haven't seen it yet and uh um, it's, it's just always fun It's always like refreshing Bringing like a friend who hasn't seen it yet You've already seen it four times Like it's, it's refreshing having that You know, that, that kind of first reaction there with you still um, Right And it's, it's a lot of fun I really enjoy doing it um, But yeah, that's of course Just we're awaiting And um, I don't know it, it felt, of course The Force Awakens had a very unique hype leading up to it And so did Rogue One And so does this movie the the yeah. hypes all feel completely different from each other, uh, which is
0: interesting. Yeah, and that, I would have thought this hype is, is more like is Ray going to turn to the dark side or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, we have. Is Kylo going to actually go? You know, to back to the light. Right. Yeah.
1: We kind of have that. Um, we have that base, you could say. And we're, we're, you know we're I think in episode, you know when we're waiting for episode seven. It was a lot more of an anxious hype. You know, people right. were really sweating, like, Oh my gosh, you know, what are what have they done to Star Wars? You know, no one knew. And then we saw the movie and everyone was relieved and, you know, cheering and then and then in Rogue One, um, I was excited for it. I was like, eh, you know, this this could be all right. And I walked away like, Oh my god, that was absolutely amazing. Um yeah. <laughs> that movie completely took me I like I was gonna think, Oh yeah, it'll probably be like a six or seven out of ten. No, it was like a ten out of ten, like, oh my god, that movie like completely way past my expectations, which are already... You know, they're pretty high. I I thought it would have been, like, around as good as, like, the prequels. Um, But not, you know, not maybe as bad for the same reasons. But, like, I would probably get the same enjoyment out of them, which is a lot. But, no, it, like, just completely knocked the socks off. But The Last Jedi, I think, is interesting because I have extremely high expectations for The Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what's different about it, you know? I'm walking in expecting... An absolutely phenomenal movie. Um, I like the past two. I can't say that I have. Um, not at least to the extent I had The Last Jedi, so it's different. But um, yeah. I guess we could hop into episode two, um, Attack of the yeah. Clones. Jeff, so is episode two, is it your least favorite prequel trilogy movie?
0: Probably. It's, I mean, it, I don't hate it, but it's not... When I go to pop in one of the prequel movies, <clears throat> it's not my first choice. Right. You know, episode 1 would be my first choice and 3, and then I'll watch 2, you know. But right. it's... Yeah, it, it is probably my least favorite, but um, it does have a lot of very good, you know, scenes in it that I really, you know, enjoy. I mean, the, the Battle of Geonosis is awesome. I Absolutely. really like the battle in the arena where we actually get to see the jedis when they were in their prime, all of them there when their lightsabers lit up around the arena. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. And yeah, and that's the movie we fr- finally first saw Yoda in the lightsaber duel.
1: Yes, which that is was very really, controversial.
0: Yeah. With the CGI flipping around and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, if he was the most powerful Jedi Master, I've always said he was only using that crutch because the force wasn't always flowing through him. But when he needed to duel or something, he could just drop that cane and, you know, spring into yeah, action.
1: Right. But, he, he only harnessed the power of the force when necessary.
0: Right. Yep. And I really enjoyed that duel. But it's not one of my top three favorite lightsaber duels in all of Star Wars. It's Uh not in that list, but still, it's a pretty cool duel.
1: Yeah, for me, like, that duel wasn't bad because of Yoda. But I think because of, like, just kind of the weirdness, the awkwardness between, like, Anakin and Dooku and Obi-Wan. Like, it was just kind of like, okay, this kind of has to happen for Yoda to come in. So we're going to kind of have him kind of get knocked out from, like, these pillars and... Anakin's can to get his hand yeah sure why not right. you know and like yeah like I I don't you know stare at the Obi-Wan or not Obi-Wan Yoda versus Dooku lets are fight and, and like you know jump for joy like okay you know like it, it happened it's um not my favorite thing in the world but like you know it's a at some point you know the most powerful Jedi is gonna have to pull out his lightsaber at some yeah. point you know like is it really fair to expect Yoda to never use a lightsaber? I mean, he is, you know, the, the most powerful, the head of the Jedi, you know, council after all. At some point, he's going to have to use it, yeah. right? Um, right. But it was, yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know how else Yoda would fight besides, like, flipping around, you know? Like, right. It's not like he's going to be able to stay on the ground and just kind of hold his ground. Like, no, like, he has to use his agile and his extreme force ability to really, I mean, do what he did. And, um... So that part, you know, the flipping doesn't really bother me that much. Yeah. It, it, it makes sense. And, um, yeah. Honestly, I would have, like, I feel like Attack of the Clones could have been really good if the opening scene was the Battle of Geonosis. And then, yeah. like, they, they went from there and they did something different with the Dooku and Anakin and, you know, the Dooku lightsaber fight. I feel like if they right. started with you know, the battle of Gen- and like it had an opening scene, just this massive battle. Um yeah, that, and that, I think that would have been a better way to introduce the clones. Um
0: Yeah, that that's what I was gonna say the other scene I really liked was when Obi Wan went to you know the Camino. Camino, yes.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah, yeah, even if the movie started there, even the movie started with them just kind of exploring Camino and getting to know like this army and then and then, you know, maybe the battle happens towards the middle actually, but like yeah, and
0: show us more of the clone wars actually right yeah i mean i mean it's called, it's called attack of the, the clones
1: let's see the clones yeah. on their first defensives us see them take genosis let's see them deploying out all over let's see the wars happen right you know we, we saw the I mean, wars all the time in the original trilogy you know every yeah.
0: episode um i mean i really enjoyed the the clone wars animated series but i would love them to start maybe on camino Showing, you know, how the clones came about, then go right into Geonosis and show us the beginning of the Clone Wars and then show us yeah. a little bit more to the end of the movie. Like,
1: I'm, not, I'm not really a, a fan of Obi-Wan's kind of, you know, wild goose chase through the galaxy. Like, to me, like, yeah, sure, you know, it's interesting to see him go off on this adventure, but, like, yeah, they didn't do it well. That was the issue. And then, you know, they r- royally messed up Baby Boba. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. And I just, I feel so bad for the kid and gets so much unnecessary criticism. Um, yeah. It's not his fault. <laughs> just right. like with, um, you know, Anakin in episode one, like it's not the kid's fault. Right. It was just horribly just oh, concepts just miserably failed. I feel like, um, I mean, yeah, it, like... I mean, yeah. And I, yeah, but attack of the clones for me is like the weakest, um, star Wars movie period. Yeah. But, um, and it's not like it's unbearable to watch it's not but like right. it would be my last choice to choose you know which star wars movie to watch is like the kind way to put it um and
0: you know and the people that complain about it, it's like oh it's not a bad movie to watch but oh this part just drags and i can't stand it well nowadays just hit fast forward
1: exactly skip
0: over, you know
1: that is true that is true except just skip I, over. i have a, i have a buddy though um and, like, we would hang out, and he would, like – he would show me these horror movies, and he would, like, just skip to the horror parts and the action parts. I'm like, no, you know, let this story build up. So for me, like, I don't <laughs> know, fast-forwarding really through a movie isn't my right. thing. But then again, right. you know, that, the only experience I've had, like I said, is my friend, like, just skipping all the plot points of a horror movie and just skipping okay. to the heads getting chopped.
0: So um, yeah, I don't... See, I'm not a fan of the I, – I, I never fast-forward through – most movies especially star wars movies mm-hmm. but i'm just saying the people that complain about it right you know yeah there's that, is that option much if it's really
1: that see. bad you know you can't yeah you can't skip it um which yeah of course yeah definitely I, I totally see where you're coming from um and i don't yeah i i'm just trying to think of like points to talk there of course there's just the weird romance between anakin and padme right um, awkward I would awkward awkward and it was it was the dialogue was was the awkwardness of it. Yeah, like the situation would have worked if the dialogue didn't feel like it was coming from like a sixth grader. Um, right. Yeah.
0: Well, and we go back to Obi Wan's. You know, you say his little. You know, detective work around the galaxy. Right, right. The the one thing I did enjoy about that part there, where he was chasing Django through the asteroid belt yeah i would have never got those seismic charges though the si- the sound of the seismic charges for me was pretty pretty cool no it no, like
1: the sound of attack of the... yeah. honestly it's probably the sad part is attack of the clones is one of the best sounding movies it has one of the best soundtracks like the sound is there oh my gosh the sound is phenomenal the seismic charges are just oh, yeah, this that's... godly sound I mean
0: I hear people saying that all the time saying those seismic charges were so cool.
1: Yeah, right. And I mean, I mean yes, no. The sound of them was awesome. The sound and the visuals, I mean it it was there. I mean that was yeah. on point. Like that is one of the redeeming factors and like what makes it enjoyable to watch for me is oh my gosh, the sound design, the sound of the clones, the droids, the seismic right. charges, the ships, the lightsabers. Like it felt like it it sounded beautiful. The sound design was great it, it was the story and like the execution or i should say the the mis-execution or the misfire of a lot of the you know the plot was what really kind of ruined you know most yeah. of it but no i mean the visuals were great obviously watching the, co- the clones it, it they did a lot of little things right but they did a lot of big things wrong exactly uh, yeah Which is kind of weird, because usually it's the opposite with most movies. But no, all the little things were amazing in this movie. It was the big things, unfortunately. Right. Which, you know, thinking about that, you know, if they did the big things right, this could have very well been the best prequel movie. Yeah.
0: But... And, well, pretty soon it won't be the longest Star Wars movie either. mm Mm-hmm. Because from what every... I think they did release the running time for The Last Jedi. Yes, Jedi. Jedi. It's two and a half hours. hours.
1: Which is only 15 minutes... Shorter than Blade Runner twenty forty nine, so it's going to be definitely longer. And I'm not complaining. I actually love long movies. Um, Yeah, Blade Runner twenty forty nine being a perfect example. If Star Wars, like in Rush, aren't my top two, like Blade Runner is right there with my favorites. But anyways, um, no, I the length doesn't bother me. Attack the Clones. Yeah, it doesn't.
0: Um, that's what everyone was saying though before this was like, well, it is the longest of the Star Wars movies, and that was part of the problem. I don't think the length of any movie is, no. is the problem with I'm, any I'm, movie. It's Yeah. The no. Dialogue, the you know, the way the director directs it. Mm-hmm. And you know, the acting. That's what makes exactly. a movie it, I don't think length has anything to do with movies. No, I not mean, at all. I
1: mean you get yeah. like these you know, like Gone with the Wind. I, isn't that movie like eight hours long or something?
0: It feels like it.
1: <laughs> like there's like there's like intermission, right? <laughs> um and oh my gosh, it's been forever since I've seen I think I've just seen like so many different chunks and pieces throughout my Actually, life that I've seen it. I was it. going
0: to use that one as an example when I said there is such things as that movie was too long or that movie wasn't long enough, and I was going to use "Going with the Wind as that movie could have been a little shorter because it was too long.
1: I mean, it, yeah, but it's a good movie though.
0: Yeah, it know? is. I'm not and, taking away from the quality of it. It, right. it was just like, wow, that was a long movie.
1: <laughs> that was like it was an epic. It wasn't even a movie at that point, you know. It was like a modern day epic. But yeah, I mean, right. and it, anything under three hours isn't too long. Of, like, it's definitely cannot be considered like too long of a movie.
0: Right. Um, and I think Mark Hamill described The Last Jedi as the Godfather of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Which I I think he he was taking that tongue in cheek too, saying. It was a bit too long, <laughs> maybe, or, or maybe I've it was heard of just people saying that the Godfather was too long, and I'm like, I say no way. <laughs> I mean, I, the first Godfather mm-hmm. movie, I love that movie.
1: Wait, you but don't like it or you do? I love it. Okay, I was gonna say you it's don't awesome. like the Godfather. <laughs> um, <laughs> Part,
0: parts one and two are my favorite favorites. Yeah,
1: Godfathers. Oh my goodness. Try to think. Wasn't um, wasn't I think wasn't Terminator two? That was a longer movie, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Let, let me let me Google it. I, Terminator 2 is actually my favorite in the Terminator. Yeah. Um Judgment yep. Day is just awesome. That's my That will um, always
0: be my favorite Terminator. Yeah,
1: same same here. Um let me look it up. Maybe I'm just thinking um, Terminator 2 runtime. Um oh, I don't know. Do you see did you ever see Terminator Genesis by chance?
0: Haven't seen that one yet. Don't. <laughs> Okay. That's what it was telling me. That's yeah, what I'm
1: like. I watched Genesis, and I was like, "How? How do they ruin Terminator? Like, how do they do such a bad job on Terminator? Like, it really? It's just It's okay. Yeah, Terminator Two, two hours and thirty-six minutes. That's a longer movie, and that is one of my favorite um, movies.
0: Is that? Just period. Is, well, is Genesis the one with um, Amelia Clark as Sarah Connor? I believe it is. It's it's the newest one. Okay. See that—that uh, that would be the only reason I would want to see it because I haven't seen her in anything yet, and I wanted to see her in something before I saw the Han Solo movie. Yeah. Well. But,
1: I mean, I'm yeah. like I don't know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, Terminator Two is one of my favorite movies from the '90s for sure. Um, kind of hard. I almost—it almost feels like an '80s movie to me, though. But it actually came out in '91, which is interesting. But huh. um, yeah, I know, right? I've always—it always felt like it was '80s, but no. Ninety one. Anyways, um so yeah, obviously we we've I think at this point named plenty of good movies to say that, you know, a movie can't be too long. Um But in yeah, I don't think the length really was the worst or like that's why it was bad. No, it was bad because like you said, the dialogue was bad, the the plot was just kind of iffy. And right. um the whole Zemo cell thing, like I, I appreciate them like trying to bring in like unique parts of Star Wars and like kind of show all you know, show off kind of like the, you know this bounty hunter life, and it actually in the long run did a lot for like the Clone Wars TV show. Like, it really allowed them almost to explore more like bounty hunters, and it was cool to see kind of you know this kind of chase throughout Coruscant. So I don't yeah. have any major complaints. But if it wasn't in there and it was replaced with something more substantial to the overall story, like, I wouldn't be unhappy. Like, I don't think it was that vital. But it was cool to see. That actually was yeah. plenty. I had no issues with that whole scene. And then, of course, I mean, you get the infamous death stick scene.
0: Oh, oh see. I I, I love, love that the scene in the nightclub. I thought yeah. that was brilliant. I love the – you saw Anthony Daniels real quick there, not as C-3PO. Mm-hmm. But I think he was the bartender.
1: I think, I think so. And no, never mind. It's not – I don't think it was – was episode two where George Lucas made a cameo or was that episode three? Um, I think it was episode three. He, like, was, like, yeah. one of the senators. Um, yeah, I think that was three. Yeah, that was three, I believe. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was a good scene. And I. it was actually, like, really good banter that we didn't see much of banter like that in the prequels. Um,
0: right. Yeah, I love that little thing where he, you know, Obi-Wan when Anakin goes, where are you going, Master? for a drink yeah <laughs> like oh see that's cool you know it's just like a little you know respite out of like oh they're throwing this dangerous mission but yet he's just gonna go get a drink yep you know it's uh yeah no like, I, I really
1: like yeah and of course i mean if if you guys have you know listened to the show and you've probably heard me state in the past i absolutely love coruscant can never get enough of it so this scene and like dexter's diner I just – I probably have such a biased love for them, but I, I love those scenes because um, I love anything Coruscant. Any, any right. Coruscant lore, like I am just eating up. So you
0: know, I so actually love those. In, the, in the background of the club where you saw like some kind of sport yeah. on the TVs. Yeah. You, I couldn't tell if it was like a mixture between think, horse racing, football, and soccer.
1: And they, I think they also had – didn't they have pod racing on one of the TVs
0: possibly? I think so.
1: I just – yeah – it's, it's cool. Like it's That's cool stuff. That is like awesome Star Wars lore that I just, I just as a fan, as a hardcore Star Wars fan, absolutely love. Um, right. Just little tidbits like that. Just, I don't know, cor- Coruscant Life.
0: <laughs> it would yeah. just make me want to look up and say, did they actually give a name to any of those sports, you know, looking on yeah. Wikipedia and stuff?
1: Oh, my gosh. Like, And um, speaking of Wikipedia, uh, I actually... It's just amazing that, like, how much, how many Star Wars languages have, like, some interpretations or, like, some, you know, translations. Like, uh, Jawaese I think is what it's, I think it's the actual um, language name. Like, that has, like, a bunch of, like, sayings and stuff. Oh. Um, and it's, like, I was just, like, looking through. Um, and, like, they have, like, stuff for hoodies. Like, they have all sorts of, like, Star Wars languages you can, like, learn. Like, just, just, a, it's just crazy. Just crazy. But, uh, I mean, could you, I, I could, Honestly, imagine a dedicated fan developing, you know, Jawaese or Huddies like do to, to a full language, which would be insane. Yeah. Um, and just imagine well, you get a bunch of fans that are speaking literally a, a language from Star Wars. Like that would just be insane.
0: Yeah, well, you got the Trekkies that you know they like to walk around talking Klingon, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, well, that's true
1: i guess star wars needs star wars needs their own language we
0: need a language <laughs> yeah, we need language to walk around talking so you know everyone out there you know come up with something should yeah we, should we all walk around talking like a jawa a or
1: a, a wookie uh, a wookie what are you gonna speak
0: yeah there's a wookie or a brodian
1: yeah there's rodians absolutely Brito
0: sounded pretty cool yeah
1: he did he did. I'm um, trying to think what what other languages. I mean, of course, you get like all like the, you know the more, I used to say, like animal based grunts and growl languages, like the Ewoks, and yeah. some of the um, creatures of the Cantina, um, and of course you got the Joy Joy Astromech language and whatnot. And, yeah.
0: Um, Actually, that's I guess that's one thing we have over the, the Star Trek. We have more alien languages and. Than- They do.
1: Yeah, and we have... Well, I don't know. I'm not a huge Star Trek. Does Star Trek, do they have droids stuff? Do they have droids?
0: I'm not sure. I mean, the only Star Trek that I really got into... I mean, I've seen some of the original tracks with William Shatner because, you know, he's William Shatner. Right. But the one that I really got into was The Next Generation with Patrick Stewart. Okay. But other than that... I think I only remember Klingon was the big alien language that was going on around them. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember many droids or Yeah, I, th-
1: I think really droids are almost kind of, at least to the extent of like what they're in in the Star Wars, kind of unique to Star Wars, which is cool. I mean, Blade Runner has some stuff too, but uh, Blade yeah. Runner okay. lore is not nearly as extensive as Star Wars lore for obvious reasons, which yeah. I almost kind of appreciate. Um, because, you know, Blade Runner is, you know, th- like, that is, of course, we've only seen Blade Runner, like, the universe set on Earth, but, like, there there could be possibly, and I don't want there to be a lot of lore in Blade Runner. it's I don't think Blade Runner is there for the lore. It's there for right. what the themes of, you know, the Blade Runner entails, but uh, but Star Wars, obviously, is just so it's so different. Um, yeah. And the lore is more than welcome, and in fact, you know, of course, we've seen how crazy people go with lore. Um... Which is great. It's great. It really is. Um, honestly, there's probably enough information to take like a full high school Star Wars history class. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, which is cool. Anyways, That's back to talking about Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I was um, about to say, back to Star Wars. Yeah, back to Star Wars. Um, what was... Okay, I guess this is actually going to be a pretty interesting question, but what was your favorite m- planet to
0: see in this movie? Ooh. It's a tie between... Coruscant and I would say um, Naboo. Okay. Again. Naboo, okay. But just because we saw a little bit more of Naboo in this one, like we saw the countryside. Right. In the first one, you just saw the city. So.
1: Right. Yeah. You see more of like the the, the beauty or like the 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 landscape, you could say, of Naboo. And the I would scenery. say, I guess.
0: I guess Camino is a close second out of those two, even though I, I don't mind the rain, but when I see, you know, when I'm watching a movie and it's always raining and storming, it's kind of depressing.
1: Yeah, it is. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a cool planet nonetheless. Um, Yeah. You know, pretty much largely c maybe 100 percent c i don't know it sure seems to be but um,
0: right.
1: yeah it's very it's that's a cool planet um i and then well, what do you
0: think of geonosis geonosis i like geonosis it was i think geonosis just didn't capture me the way Tatum that Man does yeah you know that
1: Oh, yeah, the other planets,
0: because we, we already had Tatooine, you know, right. Tatooine was sort of, well, it is a desert planet, but yeah. I, I don't
1: know. I mean, it's Geonosis, um, like, it's a very interesting comparison from Geonosis to Tatooine, because like, ge- ge- geographically, in Star Wars, like, you know, talk, they're actually very close to each other, in the same system, I believe, um... So, it's kind of interesting to think, like, the two planets so close together are both desert. It's kind of interesting. But, yeah. um, like, I don't know. Like, the Geonosian sky was a lot darker, like, a lot more brown. And then, you know, Tatooine had, like, a blue sky. Um, yeah. Which, thinking about it, makes no sense because it's, it's a desert planet. And, like, you think, like, Jack Q didn't even have really a blue sky. Like, it's, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's blue, but, like, it's dirty, you know? Yeah, it, it's,
0: it wasn't, like, bright blue.
1: Right. Um And like you see, like you compare, like the surface or like the you know, Jakku almost looks like a snow planet from like outer space. Like whenever, like whenever we were that very first opening shot of the Force Awakens, like I could, like I, I had a hard time telling that was Jakku because it was almost icy. Um, Yeah. So it kind of almost gave us a, a completely different perspective from it's a lot, and Jakku was a lot less rocky than Tatooine was. But not as rocky as Geonosis. Geonosis was like yeah. these gigantic, you know Well, I mean I guess and made monuments and whatnot, but I don't know. Geonosis just kind of feels just different, um, than Tatooine does. Yeah. And yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. It's it's just kinda of weird. I don't really don't know how to describe Geonosis compared to the other desert planets. It's just Geonosis. I I guess. Yeah. Um but I really like Naboo. It was really cool, like you said, to see the more the countryside and more of the scenery. Of course, the Coruscant, favorite planet, so you can't count that one out. And then Kashyyyk was really cool. The facilities, actually, were actually my favorite part of Kashyyyk. Not the planet itself, but kind of what was actually going on in the planet, I thought was my favorite. But, um, yeah, I mean, the planets looked great. They all looked great. Um,
0: the Battle of Kashyyyk, wasn't that in Episode 3?
1: Yeah, did I say Kashyyyk? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I I meant Camino. I meant Camino. Oh, uh, it's been it's been a long day. Okay. SAT. I I probably already said yeah. I took the SAT in the podcast once, but no. Today oh, that, I took. That's okay. You actually
0: had me sitting here thinking for a minute. I'm like, I'm like, oh no, I would have said Kashyyyk, man. I'm like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Episode what? three. That was episode three.
1: Yeah. No. Um. That you're right. My, my SAT fried brain is absolutely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, five-hour test. Gotta love them. Anyways, um, no. But That's I, okay. If
0: I, if I, you know, if I went into my editing in more detail, I'll just go back and edit that out. But it's yeah. okay.
1: No, I mean, honestly, it's. I mean they should be able to hear my, you know, raw mistakes. I feel like it's a good, yeah. solid, you know, like we said, it's like you're listening in on a conversation. And I'm bound to say something stupid like that, I'm sure. So <laughs> you can leave that in there. Um, no worries. But no, uh, Kamino was a pretty cool planet to see. I, it, it really was. And it looks great in Battlefront 2. I love playing on the Kamino map Battlefront Battlefront 2. Um, just a cool, cool planet. Um, And then, I guess going back to Tatooine, what did you think of Anakin and the sand people?
0: Ooh. Actually, I'd, I did like that scene. Because um, I don't know how many... Like, when my wife and I were watching it the other day, um, we were talking about um, Qui-Gon. Uh-huh. And I told her, I said, well, you know, I said you could hear, I said, Qui-Gon has a lion in episode too. And he goes, she does. And I'm like, yeah. And I said, right after, you know, Anakin comes out, you know, after his mother dies, and he's got that rage, and he lights up his saber... When he's uh-huh. starting to strike him down, you could hear Qui Gon say, "Anakin, no." And of course, I was a little bit premature. I thought that line came right when he came out of the hut, and started killing him. Uh huh. But that line actually comes when they're fading back to Yoda meditating, and you could hear it through Yoda's meditation. Uh, Liam Neeson say, "Anakin, no." So. Wow. I said, yeah, I said, see, I said, so, you know, he, Qui-Gon was trying still from beyond, I think, to try to either train Anakin or calm him. Guide him, in that yes. moment. But, You know, just, just, you know, proves my point that I think if Qui-Gon never died, I don't know if, I think he could have saved uh, Anakin from going to the dark side.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Um, because, you know, Qui-Gon has had such, like, a unique, you know, perspective on the Force compared to, you know, a lot of the other Jedi, so.
0: I mean, Anakin could have still slaughtered all those sand people, even if Qui-Gon was alive, but I'm pretty sure when he got back and Qui-Gon found out, Qui-Gon would have had a little talk with
1: him. (laughs) Yep, I think so. (laughs) And, I mean like you know and of course you got like the moral you know with sand people were just you know they were naturally savages but right did the whole did, did the whole you know village deserve to die you know like right
0: the women and the children
1: and yeah it was, it was interesting um that whole kind of you know theory and idea um was it's definitely right interesting and uh it, I, i've always wondered what sand people look like like Without all their you know are there humans that are just like right. devolved they just wrapped up
0: <laughs> to um, endure the desert or yeah
1: like have, have they like literally been doing that for so long that they haven't developed like you know a lang- like a language like we have yet like I've always kind I'm always really curious more about the same people themselves they're just kind of this kind of I don't know savage nomad right. tribe it seems like and I don't know I feel like I, I are they humans you know what are they exactly. Right.
0: Are they actually natives of Tatooine? Right. You know, like the Native Americans, you know, from here in America. Were they actually on Tatooine first before, you know, human beings came and settled there?
1: It's very interesting. I mean, because, like, they're very resourceful. And they're very, I mean, I don't know where the Jawas Are they originally from Tatooine? Right. Um, Very, I don't Do we see any Jawas in episode two? I'm trying to think. We even do. Maybe we do in Moss Espa, where, you know, Wado and
0: is hanging out at. Oh, him. yes, we do. When Anakin's going off to find his mother, he stops at the sand crawler and he's talking to when of the Jawa's. That's right, that's right. And the Jawa tells him which direction he saw the sand people.
1: Right. I mean, being a Jawa's got to be a hard life. Yeah. <laughs> just literally just aimlessly going in that sand crawler, just picking up anything you see. Um, yeah. But a sandcrawler crawler must, must be decent enough. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it must be like, you know, it's probably really huge to them. It's probably the size of New York City for them because they're so small. Yeah, I know.
1: I mean, that, that yeah, it's just, it's insane like how big those are. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's really cool.
0: Um, it's so I was always thinking, I'm like, I hope they have elevators and those things for them <laughs> little guys.
1: I know. I know. The staircase would not be fun day in, day yeah. out. <laughs> I but I don't know. Do they go up the same shoot that R2-D2 went up? <laughs> you know? Oh, that would be they, funny. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty Little much Amps the same size. Dudes. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Who knows? And I can't imagine what those guys look like unrobed. Oh, my oh, gosh. Geez. I don't want to know. <laughs> be like... they probably look, I, I've always imagined them as kind of like E.T.-like creatures. But...
0: Yeah. Whatever it is, they have glowing eyes. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. But,
1: mysteries. Mysteries that I don't ever want to be solved. Right. You know, that's just something... Don't show
0: us a Jawa, don't show us a Sam person, and don't give us a backstory of Yoda.
1: Yeah, oh, please, no. Don't give us a backstory on a lot of characters. Don't give us a backstory... Well, I guess we already did get a backstory on Fett. Never mind. <laughs> um, that's true. Um, yeah, is, is Yoda really... With Obi-Wan, you know, kind of slipping through the cracks here, I think. And Han is going to be, you know, his story i mean lando had his story hasn't really been told and i hope it doesn't same with Yoda. Right. not because I, I love those characters but i love them for the you know who they are i don't want to know you know everything about them either but yeah, oh, you oh well the mystery yeah it is it is um yeah i mean i'm trying to think of what else major there is to talk about with episode two I mean, are we forgetting anything? We've covered Zan Wassell. We've covered the same people with Geonosis, the lightsaber fight, um, um, the bad romance.
0: And, and the, the big wedding at the end.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. Um,
0: I guess it was just a private ceremony for R2-3PO and Anakin and Padme.
1: Yeah. And going back to the sound design, <laughs> uh, Across the Stars, I think, is the name of that piece. One of my favorite yeah. pieces in Star Wars. Such yeah. a beautiful piece wow (laughs) i mean that kind of helps make it more romantic and a lot less cringy than what it was going to be yeah yeah it's definitely definitely another solid piece for by john williams saved that movie (laughs) or save that scene at least uh all the music was good though no doubt
0: yeah i think we 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 covered all the big you know, aspects of episode two.
1: Yeah. Is there anything small? I think you that goes unnoticed, like either for good or bad reasons that you want to bring up.
0: Um. Actually, I'd like to look, so, some people bring this up as one of the bad parts, but at the beginning when Obi-Wan and Anakin are riding up the elevator and they're having a little back and forth.
1: Oh, yeah, the about, very beginning. Yeah. Him
0: falling into the gun dark pit and you know saving him and stuff. Yeah, I I just thought that was funny. I I just like I just like that little scene because it showed that that relationship has grown right. between the movies. Like they are becoming more like brothers right. than master and apprentice because they were joking around with each other. Right. So, yeah, that was yeah. one little part that you know i think it goes unnoticed even though some people prefer not to notice it but
1: right but you think it was
0: important yeah i just think it was important to show character growth because when they get back when they finally get up to padme's apartment it actually does go back into a sort of like a mentor yeah you know, role because <clears throat> anakin won uh you know says, "Oh, we got to find out who's doing this to him." And he goes, "We're not going to exceed our mandate, right?" And he commanded him right there in front of everybody, right? Yeah,
1: he's got a he's he's got when it counts, he has to step up into that mentor. And I have to ask you because you are a Jar Jar fan, what did you think of the use of Jar Jar in this movie in Attack of the Clones?
0: Of course, I'm going to say he was underused. (laughs) Of course, but the parts he was in, you know, were decent. You know, just showing his excitement for seeing his old friends again because. Gotta figure, he probably hasn't seen them since, like, Padme's seen them when Anakin was a little boy. Right. And, you know, his excitement for when they see him, you know, me so happy to see you again. So, right. But, yeah, he, like, of course, you know, any Jar Jar fans gonna say he was underused, but most people, you know, were happy with it. And, of course, in episode three. Yeah, barely saw him at all, so... But
1: when he did see him, oh, did it count. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> oh, did that, that was, have an That impact? was the shining moment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That is definitely... But that's
0: why I'm like, Padme, never leave Jar Jar in charge. Yeah. But, see, I also blame her a little bit, too, because she said, I have faith in you. You can do this.
1: Right, She she gave him... What was needed to make all that yeah. happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, just what a what a mess, what 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 a genius mess, you could almost say, you know? Right. That, yeah, that's. I I've almost wondered if someone's done like a college style research paper on Jar Jar and like the effects that he had, like how much yeah. of it was his fault and like, you know, all all the community around him that let that happen. I there's gotta be it's like some type of huge. You know, research paper that I would more than gladly read and talk about yeah. uh, if that's ever if that's ever out there. Um.
0: That would be that would be one interesting episode.
1: Yeah. So, do we have any feedback to
0: our uh, go through the show? We actually got one piece of feedback. Our first hey, feedback that. was on our came on our Twitter mm-hmm. at the CantoCast Cast, and it came from at. Martin Run ninety
1: nine. Oh, Admiral Crust. Yeah.
0: And he was just he just gave his thoughts on the first time he saw The Phantom Menace, because that was our last episode. He said, although I'm two months younger than the Phantom Menace, it was it was my very first Star Wars movie that I fell in love with. I remember watching watching it via my VHS TV recording yes. countless Sure getting old I started to see all the problems with it, but it'll always have a special nostalgic place in my heart. So. Yeah,
1: I, that's everyone has that at some point, I think with Star Wars. Whether I mean it was, you know, growing up watching the originals or growing up watching the prequels, everyone has that that, that first connection that addicts them, <laughs> you could say. Yeah. And then it just it's it's, you know, it's from there.
0: Of course, as we get older and, you know, watch it again, you you pick up on the little things. Right. Because even I do sometimes watching, like, even with probably my favorite um, true trilogy, Back to the Future.
1: Yeah. Even with
0: watching that, even though I love it to death and I'll always say there's no flaws with it. Uh Uh-huh. I'll go back and I'll watch the first one again and I'll be like, you know, something that I thought was really funny then. Isn't anymore. Yeah, I'm like, really? Was that that funny?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh,
0: understandable. Did they really need that there? You know, <laughs> right. But still, it doesn't take away from your enjoyment of it. And yeah, you you see the little ones, but it always has that special place. Yeah,
1: yeah. I you almost learn to embrace the flaws and love it for what it is. Um, yeah, which is something you know that I've done with all the prequel movies and really all and even the original trilogy movies you know those weren't like perfect I mean yes like as far as like story they are perfect but like as far as like polished movies you know they weren't there's that stormtrooper episode 4 that bangs his head you know on the which we've all loved now you know we, we view that yeah. not as a flaw but like as something we love even though that's like I, insane that, that made it to the final cut
0: well, <laughs> um, yeah I, but I still now that we all know it's there every time I watch A New Hope I'll be, like, waiting for it, and when it happens, I'm yeah. like, yes,
1: there it was. Yes. I, I just, I cannot believe that I made it to, like, that must have gone unnoticed, unnoticed by the producers and the editors, which is just, it's just insane to think, and no one probably right. even noticed it until, like, the special, someone, like, was watching, I don't know, I don't know where that was first discovered,
0: but. Right. Um, I don't know. When, Now when wow. I see it, too, is I listen to one of Kevin Smith's podcasts, it's called Hollywood Babylon. Yeah him and ralph garman it's like they it, it's a show that they do live in front of an audience usually it's a it's a, the improv out in la right but they, they have a segment on their show every week where it's well i can't call it the true title of the the segment because we're you know pretty much a g-rated podcast <laughs> oh, but it's i'm called, sure you can
1: stretch it to at least no i say we're pg I don't know. PG. I mean, we 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 could go R one day. <laughs> um, okay, I don't well, know. <laughs> Anyways, man, just go for it.
0: Okay. It it's called shit that should not be. And they, people that you know, fans of the show, they'll send in clips of movies with gaffs that got by the editors. Yeah. You know, and they'll talk about it and make fun of it. And I I can't imagine if hollywood babylon podcast was back you know back in the early 80s right podcast existed that w- that one would probably been one of the original oh yeah you know?
1: that that would have been like would gotten them famous <laughs> like yeah. one of those i mean it's just it's pure gold like that flawless is pure gold I, I love it there's i have no hate no like anger like i just i love the fact that that made it through the final cut um it's great. And it's not. It's the, the fact that George didn't even change it in the special editions makes right. it even better, right? He did all these things, and yet I
0: think he's. I think he just said, "I'm keeping it in." Yeah. Either that or he didn't notice it, <laughs> even right, he, put, he Still he didn't notice. It, it. It. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just honestly, little
1: little things. It reminds you that this is a movie. You know. Oh, actually, no. I mean, I guess it could happen in a real drill situation. You could always have that one, you know, soldier that just didn't have wasn't having a good day and <laughs> next thing you mm-hmm. know you just hit a roof
0: <laughs> well, it also gave us the everyone speculating that hey that that stormtrooper snoke <laughs> yeah because yeah got
1: his head bashed in there i mean that i mean i, I that didn't didn't it's not like he hit like you know a pillow now he hit a like a steel or a metal you know doorway but
0: right
1: nice. yeah
0: well, we we thank we thank you, Martin, for your feedback. Yes, and Martin, thank you. Hopefully, you will be you you will have hopefully have started you know something.
1: Yeah. Hopefully,
0: we we'll get more.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and like you, you, know, you can get us on Twitter. You could, you know, email us any feedback. You could, I mean, yeah, anything. You could Instagram us something. You know, we have we have an Instagram. Yeah. Um. Yep. Anything. I think actually PodBean allows you to post comments if you're listening on PodBean um, yeah hello it does. and yeah give, give us something yeah tell us what you've thought about talk of the clowns you think about a show anything you want us to talk about Star Wars related any questions, thoughts maybe even some what-ifs or anything we are open to talk about anything that the community wants us to so
0: and of course I yeah. think our I guess our episode three discussion will will wait until. Probably episode 13, because our next episode, we are going to be having Hello Greedo.
1: Yes, and the topic you will be found, it's going to be probably a pretty broad topic. Um, I just really want to, like, I'm looking forward to having him on the show, and him really just kind of, yeah. I guess, having a nice, Actually,
0: you know. Just see what, you know, how he became a Star Wars fan, and, yeah, you know,
1: sure, yeah. get some who.
0: Hoot- some of his favorite aspects of Star Wars.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You get get you guys to know him. A little bit of a YouTuber, podcaster cross-up there. Um, it'll be great. And he's done, he's done podcasts before. I've done a podcast with him before. He is spectacular. He is great. And uh, I can't wait to have him on the show here. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome, guys. It's going to be awesome. Um, so with that being said... Anything else? Any other shout outs, anything you want to talk about here before we wrap up this episode?
0: None that I can think of.
1: Alright, neither can I. I think that was I think we t- we got everything out of episode two that we possibly could. Um yeah. and uh and a of other stuff. Of course, we're on the road to the last Jedi as we are recording yep. this.
0: Yeah, so that episode three discussion might be a little delayed, a little long. Yeah, longer. just a little longer. We you don't know yet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it. Who knows? Um, two weeks out.
0: Because if episode thirteen ends up having, you know, falling on opening weekend, you know what episode thirteen will be about.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. What, on, let's talk about Rogue One, maybe. Which we still need yeah. to have that Rogue One. We still need to talk about Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll be after we discuss episode three. Might as well just yeah. go right up, right up the shoot in that order. Yeah. Um. Which I'm, yeah, we'll I'm go, actually excited we'll about. We'll go in the
0: proper chronological order. Yeah,
1: because no one ever talks about Rogue One anymore, and it makes me sad, because I absolutely love yeah. that movie. I loved it. But, um, yeah, that's all we got, guys. We got Greedo coming up. We got The Last Jedi coming up. A lot of stuff's happening. <laughs> a lot of exciting stuff um, here to wrap up the year. It's been a great year, not only for Star Wars, but for, I guess, podcasting has been great. And, um yeah, it's been a great year for Star Wars, we can say that at the very least. Um, it's solid year. So uh, thank you guys so much for watching. That was our Episode 2 discussion. What did you guys think of Episode 2? Let us know however you want to with whatever platform you prefer to uh, write us back on. So I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And may the Force be with you.
0: Always. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours.
1: This has been the CantoCast. May
0: May the the force force be be with you. you.